IBA Talk, the Insurance Business America podcast. Online shopping has redefined many industries, and insurance is not immune to this digital transformation. As customers are more likely to shop online than in person for auto insurance, agents face virtual competition that can make it more challenging to maintain growth and success. In this episode, we're joined by Stuart Gannis, Senior Vice President of Sales and Business Development with Insurance Technologies Corporation. A longtime consultant and agency owner, Stuart shares insight to the shifts in consumer behavior and strategies for how agents can adapt to win business in the digitized marketplace. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Insurance Business America podcast. I'm Alicia Gradkowska, Senior News Editor, and in today's episode, I'm very lucky to be joined by Stuart Gannis, Senior Vice President of Sales and Business Development at Insurance Technologies Corporation. Stuart, thank you very much for joining us today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Today, Stuart will be discussing what has changed in consumer behavior as the majority of consumers start their auto insurance shopping online, and why this change is so important to the future of the auto insurance industry. He'll also reveal what auto insurance agents can do to ensure their growth and success in this environment. So to start off with Stuart, I want to ask you, how has consumer behavior changed when it comes to auto insurance compared to, say, 15 to 20 years ago? Well, I'll do you one better. I'll tell you a little bit about 30 years ago. So, you know, what consumers are doing nowadays, and I always use the analogy of even you and I, and I ask everybody, when was the last time you purchased something without checking on Google first? for that product or service. So the consumer is heavily dependent on Google. And what they do is they're they're doing a lot of their research before they call an insurance agency. And unfortunately, some consumers are under the impression that they know more than the agent they're contacting. Uh, but they have a lot more information than they had back when I started in the industry. My first policy, I started in the industry in 1989, wrote my first policy in 1990. That client sat at my desk for three and a half hours. And I went through three different applications because we were manually rating and that would never fly today. I mean, we won't stand our Safari browser taking five seconds to launch, let alone sit in an insurance office for three hours. So the consumer, you know, they've changed in their demand for the way they make all of their buys every single day. And, um, you know, it's definitely affected insurance agents for sure. Mm -hmm. And why is paying attention to these changes in consumer behavior so important to the future of the auto insurance industry specifically? Well, you know, agents, agents sort of did this to themselves, and I hate to say it, uh, you know, in their late 90s, early 2000s, I think a lot of agents were still embracing the yellow pages and their sign on their building. And I don't think anyone could foresee what the internet has become, but it sure seems like the insurance carriers did. Because when the agent didn't, and more and more consumers started going online, the carriers started launching these direct serve, these direct call centers to sell directly to the public. So the strangest thing for me as an agency owner was going to Google and searching for insurance and seeing carriers that I wrote with on Google in the pay-per-click section, you know, going after consumers. So agents need to pay attention really because if they don't, the carriers or one of the larger, uh, large, large captives are going to, are going to, are going to eat their lunch. So they need to pay more attention. They need to become better at it. Mm -hmm. Do you think agents who focus primarily on auto insurance or on personal lines have a future even with this changing competitive landscape? Yes, I do. Uh, You know, 
again, when I started in the business, we were told that captives were going to, you know, uh, make the independent agency system extinct. We were going to, we were going to go away in 10 years and there would be no independent agents left. And in the mid nineties, they were talking about Graham Leach Biley and the banks were going to, you know, get into the insurance business and put us small little independent agents out of business. And what banks did is actually made, you know, the value of insurance agencies higher than they've ever been because they went out and acquired and overpaid. And, uh, you know, they were paying eight, 10 times multiples on agencies, which we had never seen before. And since then, agencies have done nothing but increase in value. So yes, I do. I think they need to change their habits. You need to be sell multiple lines. I think when you say personal lines, they have a much better chance at survival and not only surviving, but thriving. We're the auto insurance specialist uh, who's solely focused on auto insurance. Unless there's a, you know, a real niche, that's going to be a little more difficult. Uh, you know, will they be extinct? No, but will they be able to grow into, you know, one to five million dollar uh, revenue agencies i that's that would be very difficult to do but people are doing it now so uh you know if i had a if i had a uh, a crystal ball i could tell you tell you more accurately but i would say personal lines absolutely auto it's going to be a little more difficult you better you better be really good at what you do and why is it hard for technology solutions to fully replace the insurance agents well you know insurance clients are like snowflakes, you know, they're all so different. And I think it would be very hard to, to find insurance, find consumers that can go online and be so in common with one another. I think a lot of consumers really want that, the advice from an agent, as long as I've been in the business and what I know about insurance, and maybe I'm biased, but I would not go online and buy a policy, even with what I know about the industry. I've been insurance, I've had my insurance license for 30 years. Um, so I think that it's very difficult to completely replace everybody. I think certain aspects of it could be replaced in that, you know, uh, the ability to shop, the ability to communicate pre and post sale are extremely important. Um, but, uh, you know, in terms of fully replacing, I, I think too many people are dependent. You think about high net worth clients. If I have, you know, a half a million dollars in art, a $10 million home and, you know, Ferraris and Lamborghinis in the driveway, I'm not going online to buy insurance. Same with the other side. If I have, you know, a DUI, three tickets and one, you know, a 95 Toyota Corolla, I'm not going online to buy insurance. I, I, so there's, you know, from from uh you know one aspect to another everyone has a need for that for that interaction with an agent to be advised to ask questions to understand they're protecting their most valuable assets properly so um you know that's that's why i think it's very difficult for it to replace it i think it can complement it i think it could hurt some but replace i that's 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 not in my vocabulary mm -hmm. What can auto insurance agents do to ensure that they have that future growth and success in this environment? Yeah. So as I mentioned earlier, you know, when you look back at the late nineties, early two thousands, mid and late two thousands, agents literally thought the internet was going to be like corduroys. You know, it was a fad. It wouldn't last. And they really need to embrace 
that connected consumer and understand their behavior. So instead of instead of disgracing that online consumer and badgering them for going online or wanting to shop online or doing research online or getting information online, you know, why not embrace that consumer, try to reach them online, allow them to contact you through those channels. You know, agents, I don't know if you're the same way, but if you call me and leave a voicemail, chances are I don't listen to that, even listen to that voicemail. I just like click the voicemail and move the bar across real quick so I don't have the number on my little phone icon on my on my iPhone. So people want to communicate by text, email, Facebook message, on your website via chat. Uh, how many times have you you know been on a website shopping for something and there's a big phone number and there's a chat app? You could call in and get a hold of something pretty quickly, but there's a 10-minute wait on chat. You're like, ah. I'll do the chat and work on other stuff while I'm waiting for someone to respond. So that's how we've, that's what we've become as consumers and agents need to embrace that and allow people to buy and service insurance the way they want to, not the way we want to sell it and service it. And I think agents, some agents have a hard time really understanding that, embracing it, adjusting sales and service processes. And uh, the ones that don't, aren't going to survive if they haven't been, you know, purchased by a more progressive agency or have gone out of business. And you men- mentioned rating earlier, Stuart. Uh, what are some of those tools that insurance agents can perhaps implement within their agencies to meet consumers uh, where they plan to do their shopping or where they're trying to do their auto insurance shopping? So, you know, in terms of technology, uh, you know, there's comparative raters out there. Listen. I've, I've heard many insurance agents say, oh, when someone calls me, I know what carrier to go to. And there are so many different variables in an, in a, in insurance carrier's rates that there's no way a human could know which carrier to go to. Now, you could be right sometimes or a lot of times, but those two, three, four times you're wrong, uh, it pays to have that piece of technology where you could enter data get rates on get all the rates for one car for for all the carriers you write with and also have that available on your website or your facebook page or both where a consumer or a client can go there and fill out that information and see some rates themselves uh as far as clicking to buy i think a lot of consumers aren't as comfortable with that yet as we think uh but they definitely want to start their shopping and do some homework sort of like travel right i mean we definitely you know even when you're going to delta southwest direct a lot of people will me included and i travel a lot i'll go to exp and I'll look and get some ideas on who's the most competitive and then go to those airline airline the websites to, to buy my ticket. So, you know, I think um, comparative rating, uh, you know, there are management systems which have uh, consumer portals so clients can go and maybe print an ID card or look at, look at something simple without having to go to the carrier website. So I think agents need these tools. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, if you don't, you're, you're missing the boat. Great. Well, thanks so much for your insight today, Stuart, on this important topic and for joining us to discuss it. Oh, it's it's my pleasure and thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And thanks everyone for listening to the Insurance Business America podcast. Follow Insurance Business America on Twitter at insurancebiz, B-I-Z-U-S, and on LinkedIn to get important insurance news and perspectives straight to your inbox. Thank you for listening to this episode of IBA Talk, presented in partnership with ITC. For more from Stuart and the team at ITC, please visit www.getitc.com. That's www.getitc.com for more.